0: Depending if I should grab a drink or not,
1: you could if you want to. I have a bottle of water next to me.
0: Yeah, I think I'll just grab a quick one. <clears throat> oh, I just yeah, Justin. You locked the door. You should unlock it.
1: I drink alone, <laughs> yeah, with nobody else. <clears throat> I drink alone. Yeah, with nobody else. You know, when I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. (laughs) I'm lonely. Warning, we are about to spoil the movie Suspiria. If you're interested in seeing this movie, then by all means go watch it. But if you don't care or have already seen it, then by all means stay with us tonight and spend your day listening to this wonderful podcast. <laughs> Who am I kidding?
0: All right, Mr. Argento, what color palette should we use for your horror movie? Arlico Bellini. Really?
1: everybody. Welcome to Cinema Roulette. We're back today, and man, have we got a horror movie for you. One of my personal favorites, one that I've seen and that Justin had not seen
0: before. I'm also here.
1: He, he's also here, by the way. I, I would hope so. i hope the co-host of his own show would be here.
0: K okay, bye. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> I've got... Don't worry, I'm just going to go for a nice run in the woods in the rain. It always goes well in horror movies. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, but yes, today today's movie is one of my personal favorite horror movies from my personal favorite horror director, Dario Argento. It is 1977's Suspiria.
0: wasn't so lazy i will try to correct you and talk about the remake they're doing which will not be as good as this movie
1: no we'll talk about that afterwards maybe i don't even want to bring it up i'm just kind of made too bad but we're going to now
0: why (laughs) well not right now but we'll bring it yeah because i mentioned it Mm -hmm. unless you cut this out which i
1: could but i'm probably not going to
0: that would mean you had to work
1: exactly anyway But yes, we are here tonight to talk about Suspiria, and I am very excited for this one. So, <laughs> um, so we'll give a quick plot synopsis, and then we'll go on with uh, our thoughts in the movie.
0: And like most, I would, most older films we seem to do this plot can be summed up within a minute.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's an old movie, and on top of that, it's a horror movie. The plots are never really all that complicated. Um, in a well, movie. sometimes
0: they have twists and turns. Yeah. Like but this re- one, it, there's like one twist.
1: Yeah, like basically, okay. So this in this movie, um, what was the name, main character girl's name? You had pulled up. Susie. What? Susie. Susie. So that's the main character. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I just said that. Well, I, I, you got a bit cut off, so I didn't oh, know if you were going to okay. talk about the uh, the girl killed at the beginning or Susie.
1: Yeah, I was going to because it starts out on Susie. So Susie is at the airport and. Um, she, uh, she is coming here. She basically came, I think there she comes to Italy, right?
0: it's your italy or london yeah
1: she comes to somewhere in europe basically she comes for a dance academy which is supposed to be like one of the top big premier dance academies in like all of europe or whatever so she gets there it's very rainy and she already senses weird stuff happening she calls over a taxi cab and she looks over in the woods and just weird shit's happening so she gets to the actual academy it's pouring down rain stuff and a student comes out and says a couple of mysterious words that she can hardly understand and then runs off into the woods and she tries to get in but she cannot because it's so rainy outside so she gets back in the cab and goes to the hotel for the night
0: no, the person inside just says, no, you're not allowed in. Yeah, just and says, no, you can't be
1: in here. And so she's like, oh, okay, fine, I'll stay at a hotel. She goes back in the taxi cab. And in the meantime, on her way to the hotel, she sees the girl running in the woods. And so this girl gets to her friend's house and offers to let her stay there. And she's like, oh, she's like, no, she's, she's like super paranoid and stuff. She's like, oh, what's well, got you worked up and stuff. And so she's looking out the window. She sees these weird eyes out in the distance. And um, she gets horribly murdered in this very brutal fucking draw, long drawn out uh, murder sequence so she, her and her friend die she gets died by getting stabbed in the heart multiple times and then hung from a fucking she gets die? is that what I said? yes I'm sorry my brain decided not words today
0: I don't know what that's like insert 50 takes <laughs> just trying to say one line exactly
1: uh, he tried to say dude and this took 30 takes um but freaking um so she she's dead her friend's dead next day susie comes to school and she's like oh where were you it's like oh i tried to come but there was weird shit happening and i had to go back to my hotel and from there on she's at the academy and she's trying to figure out this whole mystery of the place of what's going on because there's weird shit going down like weird
0: noises in the night and
1: stuff well she she
0: isn't trying to figure it out right away it's more just like she kind of okay things are weird but i'll try to ignore it
1: yeah like she comes in it's it's a very different environment like a lot of people are like they it's like like the girls are like teasing each other and they're very open about like money and stuff it's a weird motive that kind of goes nowhere
0: (laughs) yeah that's
1: money isn't said to be the motive at all or anything it's just a thing just kind of a thing that just adds to the weird atmosphere um but then yeah so she's there and she's trying to fit in and all that and then weird stuff starts happening and her friend gets killed and she tries to figure out the whole mystery of the place and that's where basically all the shit goes down so and that's basically the synopsis should we say like what happens at the end
0: Yeah, we usually do. Yeah,
1: so we find out as the movie goes on that all this is due to supernatural stuff. Like, um, in the movie, it's just basically a coven of witches that's resurrected. Witches. Witches. That they've basically, like, because it it used to be, like, the occult and dance, but then the person died mysteriously and it became just a dance academy, but then these people decide, hey, let's make it for the occult again. They decide to have, like, this coven of witches that went around murdering people. And so Susie finds this out. Um, She finds out that the witch that the evil witch that found it is still alive somehow, and she fucking kills her. The whole thing, fa- the whole place just fucking explodes, and it's just fantastic display. She escapes from a school, bursts in the flames. Credits roll. Fuck you, That's witches.
0: It. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just like how you said it, it was occult and dance. It was! That's what they say in the movie. I, I know, but just the idea of that is fucking hilarious to
1: me. It is like, we this weird... It's like basically Hogwarts, but it's also a dance academy.
0: It's like having a pastry shop and Satan. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's such a weird combination.
0: Okay, we want to do our sacrificial... Oh, rituals, 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 ha, anyway. (laughs) But also, I want to show off my art.
1: Yeah, we want to make this the most fabulous sacrifice
0: ever. (laughs) They have this little show, they're actually doing a, I I can't think of a play, let's just move on. (laughs)
1: moving on i literally
0: i don't know a the tangent just
1: kind of went off it's just like no nah, i can't segue into this so fuck
0: it i literally don't know any dance sort of like shows or whatnot mm-hmm. i guess the
1: nutcracker counts i guess that's so what i was thinking of too like a more like
0: classical type i ones. literally know nothing about this <laughs> anyway let's move on <laughs> Uh, something i do know about is this movie was great yeah this is a
1: fantastic italian horror movie from the 70s and just to give a little background a little bit about dario argento and this whole genre is um dario argento is considered one of the first and one of the best giallo directors and giallo was a subgenre of horror film that starred in italy in the early 70s um And it started with people like, uh, Dario Argento, Mario Bava, who also, who did what is considered the first Gallo film, Blood and Black Lace. Um, which I've been
0: meaning to watch. Sounds like a porno. Yeah,
1: it does sound like a very porno title, but um, that's considered like the first giallo film, arguably. So I have that, and I've been meaning to watch that. But Dario Argento, shortly after that movie came out, made The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. And giallos are characterized, they're basically early slasher films. They're what what, uh, inspired the slasher films in America in the mid-late 70s. Um, Yeah. and they were characterized by like having a central mystery but also for having very bright beautiful cinematography and these long drawn out murder sequences that became almost like very artsy and how over the top and like really like drawn out these death scenes were <laughs> And in, in, this was Dario Gento's first delve into supernatural horror like before that uh, the three movies um, which are called I think his Animal Trilogy which are The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, Cat O' Nine Tails and Four Flies on Grey Velvet um, and Deep Red are the, his first four direct horror movies are all just straight up slasher films where there is a central mystery but there's nothing supernatural this one was his first foray into yeah there's supernatural shit and witches going on and stuff and it was fantastic and then it's transitioned just from straight up slasher to this was so natural and smooth it was just ended up being a very fantastic horror movie (laughs) what yeah what oh you started laughing i didn't know if that was
0: (laughs) i didn't laugh at all oh were you breathing no well i mean i was but okay i was not like getting not like loud i mean well, I'm saying, yeah, I was, because I'm alive. Well, yeah. But I wasn't breathing heavily, right? <laughs> okay, I just
1: heard a, into the mic or something, and I thought it was like a like a chuckle. Oh,
0: don't worry, it's probably the ghost behind. Oh, yeah, it's fine. So. Anyway. <laughs> um, Usually, we would start off with the uh, story or characters, but since this is a horror movie... Mm-hmm well we kind of been over the story it's fine it's a solid yeah. horror movie plot exactly
1: and it's just it's your and the characters while they are memorable like they do stand out like you do remember who is who it's just they're not like anything special or three dimensional. yeah this isn't
0: going to be like <laughs> scream levels where you remember or who's you remember sydney or um i saw like an asshole because i was I gonna remember say people's names
1: i love how you immediately said where do you remember their names like sydney and
0: Dewey. Dewey. Dewey is the cod. Yeah,
1: the cod, the mustache. Cod I'm terrible over. with names in general. It's not
0: because they're not memorable characters. I if I showed are. you a picture of each one, you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're from Scream, yeah. they're from Scream.
1: It's like, it's that person. You'd say, oh, what's their personality? Oh, it's this. So it's nothing like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Why don't
1: we start out with the most obvious thing, which is the cinematography and lighting?
0: That's actually what I was going to segue yeah. into, and then you interrupted okay. me. Okay. And so did my own brain. Because uh, I watched horror movies a lot as a kid. Because my parents didn't want me playing GTA. So apparently the best next thing is watching slasher flicks.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Now I was 10 years old and watch almost every Nightmare on Elm Street. which go great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the color palette here, if you haven't seen the movie, is fucking jarring yeah it, it's like if all the lights were through a stained glass window basically that's a
1: very good way to describe it it has a very like if you were in a church and you've ever seen sunlight go through and it's just like bright green bright pink bright blue that's basically the color palette of this
0: movie <laughs> yeah and it actually has some really nice contrast like a room will be filled with blue light and then they'll open the door and the hallway is all red mm-hmm. or it will be you know green red yellow blue stuff like it will always be contrasting in a way that will allow you to notice i think there's only like one room in the entire go, garage is opening uh there's only one room in the school that is normal lighting which was the um like principal's office
1: yeah the office area which even in itself was very weirdly designed <laughs> yeah it's like this weird circular room mm-hmm with like these all these paintings on the wall and like mirrors and like stuff like that it was again even the normally lit room just has a very odd design to it and just the set design the mix of the set design and the like very bright jarring lighting and very smooth cinematography just creates this really cool like dreamlike effect like when you're wandering through the halls and stuff it's just very it's so cool <laughs>
0: Wasn't one of the points of, like, The Shining to make you confused on the hotel's layout? Yes. Because that's kind of what happens here of you never know how the school is.
1: Yeah. Like, Justin even said, like... Because there's a scene where like she like the characters listen to like the tapping outside the hall to figure out how many footsteps they've taken and try to follow their steps to see where they're going.
0: Well, because and... the teachers who are witches are supposed to be at home, yeah. But they know they're still in the building. They just don't know where they're going.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like like they said, like I remember you were saying like, yeah, man, i I know you've been here for a while. I'm glad you can get the layout because I sure as hell don't know where
0: the hell everything is. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's oddly train-like, which is it really is. cool for a horror movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it, it's almost like trance, like, just with the colors and stuff. Because you, because when Justin watched this, he said it was almost distracting how in-your-face the color palette is.
0: But there was also... That was kind of
1: nice, in a mm-hmm. way. And it makes the movie... In the movie, like, it's aged super well, I think, of the, because of that. It still has a very... Mo- like... You look at a lot of 70s movie movies and you can tell, like, oh, it was an older film stock or whatever, but this movie still looks really, like, it looks very modern in how, like, the editing and the camera work and all that was.
0: And also, I feel I should bring up that even though this is from Italy, we watched The American dub, which is done really fucking well.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the characters' voices, for the most part, match them. There are a couple characters where, like, yeah, it kind of doesn't match, but...
0: Yeah, but usually those characters don't stick around long.
1: But, like, that was my first thing initially, because you could tell, especially in the lip movement, because in a lot of foreign dubs, like, you can tell if you look really closely, like, the lip movement's off. No, they match them almost perfectly in this movie.
0: (laughs) I think I saw only once or twice where it was slightly out of sync.
1: Yeah. Other than that, like the way the the post the ADR, like the post dubbing of the American version was fantastically
0: done. And usually you can tell which was the actor that knew English and Italian mm-hmm. and which is someone new they brought in.
1: Yeah, like I think not not the not Nazi lady, but the he, the main headmaster of the school. Um, she she looked like the, exactly the way she you'd think she sounded. So we were like, yeah, she probably knew English and dubbed her own lines.
0: Uh, same with Susie. Yes, she was. Um, I think it was the cab driver was one of them. Where like really, yeah, it's not the voice that should be coming out of that man's mouth.
1: Yeah, that was like I was the only one I noticed that was like
0: kind of random. Really yeah, I think out of one place. of the students that you mm-hmm. see for a bit. Yeah. But like, like she's not torn to the plot, she's just in the locker room scene. Yeah. But it. there
1: was nothing that was like jarringly out of place.
0: Yeah. And if there was, it was gone rather quickly.
1: hmm Yeah, like they don't stick around or whatever, so
0: But it was just honestly really nice to see a film where the set design is amazingly creative the lighting was experimental and fun mm-hmm. and i and, know
1: and i noticed you said too there was one where like they had this very smooth transition where you open the door but it turns out white and you're like oh i see how they did that they had all the contrasting colors mixed together when the
0: door yeah because um you can see light stands in one mess up like they In one of the opening mess-ups, you can actually see a light stand where it had red and yellow. So, I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, I'm pretty sure I could look up behind the scenes and all that. Mm. But they just had a poll of, you know, blue, red, and yellow. Mm -hmm. Well, blue, red, yellow, and green. And all they needed to do was basically do what your TV does, take blue, red, and green, and mix it all together to make white light. Yeah, exactly. And they actually did just so smoothly. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) And also, uh, even with all this lighting, like you would think that would take away from fear because they're very bright neon colors. Mm -hmm. Yet the uncertainty of the layout and the music as well. Yes. Really add to the atmosphere of this place. And it was just like, holy fuck. Yeah, like I remember you said like when she <clears throat> whenever
1: a character walked into like a blue room, you're like, "Oh no, I didn't think it could get get worse. It just
0: got worse." <laughs> yeah, and I think Blue was often a symbol of, like, death was coming.
1: Yeah, it was. Like, like whenever, like, something blue, someone would think was very blue, like, you'd know, like, something's bad's gonna happen, or, like, death was imminent, or something like that. Which is interesting, because I was like, well, yeah, because blue is usually a calming color. So the fact that blue unnerved you, I was just like, damn.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they kept using it for every one of the kills. Mm-hmm. Also, that score, that score is so good. Yeah,
1: nice. so Dario Argento, he collaborated with, um, I think it was an Italian prog rock group named Goblin. And I think it started with the film Deep Red, if I'm not mistaken, because Deep Red also has a very good, distinct score. It's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. and this one, they kept doing that, I think, up until... Inferno, where he got like Keith Emerson from Emerson, Lake and Palmer to uh, do the score. But yeah, the the guy, go- whenever he got Goblin to do a score, it just the movie turned out just fantastic because it it starts out with a very creepy, like, uh, how does it start out with like the? Because now I have deep red in my head. <laughs>
0: it's the oh yeah slightly off key piano yeah do 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 it was a song we used for the smooth intro title card
1: yeah like it's just a really cool score and like because i know it played in the main menu and you immediately just got images in your head of what it could be and i Uh was like yeah yeah score just the score alone is just worth well worth listening to
0: Yeah, even, like, without the film, it's pretty unnerving. There's just this, it's sort of this Silent Hill feel of, like, is calm music, but there's just enough off about it.
1: Yeah. And there's even like creepy chanting, like la 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 la. la. And it's just like I think oh Think you're going more
0: over the top than the song was, but yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, but it was more subtle in the song. But they do have like weird vocals and someone just, just uh, whispering witch witch witch. And it's, <laughs> oh,
0: subtle guys.
1: Yeah, it's like gee. <laughs> and I wonder they're... if
0: it's vampires. <laughs>
1: But yeah, the sound design overall as well is really good, like where they, because there was one kill too where like they were like the music playing, but they all of a sudden cut the music out and you're like, oh no, (laughs) because the use of silence can sometimes be more off-putting than having music.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not that most horror movies know that anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, sorry, that would mean newer horror movies are actually scary. Exactly. Anyway. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, like,
1: too, and, like, just, just like, other, like, just sound motifs in the film are very creepy well done. Like, you said, like, there's the prac the room where they're practicing dancing and the guy's playing a piano, but the piano's just off-key enough that it makes it very off-putting, like something's wrong. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and speaking of the scares, let's talk about a couple of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, the, again, I mean, the... What should we talk about first? Like, the actual scares or, like, the death scenes?
0: Uh, I want to talk about one of the scares. The, okay. And you probably know which one I'm thinking yeah. of. Because there is a cliche in horror movies. Are you still there? Yep. I'm making sure. Yep. Okay. Because, again, Discord's been weird tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, It's one cliche scare that annoys me a lot. It's usually in ghost movies. Mm-hmm. A character will walk past a mirror or something, and then there will be an image that only the audience sees. So, ghost-like, creepy ghost-wise, it's completely pointless.
1: Or like in a slasher movie, there'll be like a just a someone standing there, and it's very obvious that there's
0: someone standing there. Well, that can work. Like in Halloween, when you see Michael Myers down the street, it's like, okay, he's still stalking yeah. her.
1: And there's one really creepy moment in Halloween when she's going, when the babysitter, like, one of the babysitter she's, like, basing the kid and going through the house. And you see mm-hmm. him just standing outside the window.
0: Yeah, that works. I'm talking about the main scene I usually bring up is in, I think, the first Grudge movie. Mm. The American version, not Japanese. Yeah. Uh, The main character is walking through the house and then walks past a mirror and her reflection is the Grudge. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't see it. So there was just no go away. Oh, the name. Whatever. Sorry. <clears throat> but yeah, walks past the mirror, and then the ghost just did that for no reason. Yeah. In here, there's a moment where um, uh, it's Susie's friend is running through through the place. She's think she's being hunted i think it was or was she trying to go after the teacher i think she was trying to go after because
1: she was like oh like they say they're gone but i hear them walking out of the building every night and Susie is drugged and she's like oh no i you can hear the footsteps going inside that's not like the doors on the left and they're not going that way they're going towards inside the building she's like oh i know it and so she goes out to try and find where i think the teachers are going to
0: yeah and um the yellow eyes from the first kill all of a sudden, she's up in the attic, and it's all this dark blue. And she's looking around. She's slowly moving. And then you see, in this dark shadow, just the eyes. It doesn't zoom in. It's still a wide shot. But you notice yeah. it. It's just like, oh, shit. It's just there. <laughs> and then you have to wait, basically, for her to be attacked. It's just like, oh, fuck. It's there.
1: Yeah. It's very off-putting, because, like you said, like it works, too, because she's going by it, and the camera's following her walking. And it's not like... It's right there, but like as she's walking by it, the eyes are revealed in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and right there, that's the only time I've seen that trick sort of work.
1: And Justin, as soon as you saw that he was like, No, no. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about how creepy that was.
0: <laughs> yeah, that actually got me. It was like, Oh fuck, where'd yeah. you come from? <laughs> and
1: then there's of course more dead te- more tension because the tension will just all of a sudden arm comes out of the darkness and pulls her. <laughs> it's just like Jesus Christ.
0: <sighs> and then there are also some bad scares like the bat
1: yeah the like cheap
0: the, cheap fat
1: there's a cut like for the most part the scares work but there's like there were a two in particular that didn't really work all that well the bat comes in and i think it would have worked if they hadn't lingered on it as long but they linger <laughs> out for quite a long time it just got sillier and sillier as it went on
0: <laughs> yeah it was clearly this like cheap bat on a string sort yeah. of thing
1: yeah, and the other one that didn't really work was when the uh, when he was going after the girl, and she just kind of falls into a thing of barbed wire.
0: The killer's yeah there's room. randomly a room of barbed yeah. wire we'll just say magic because witches because
1: witches and shit i guess it's like their torture room and stuff because we see like saws and shit on the wall but she falls into barbed wire and she's trying to get out oh, wait
0: how are you supposed to get the saws the floor is covered in barbed wire i don't know Just go around You're it i witches. guess
1: <laughs> yeah right dang it damn them and their levitation methods um
0: well we never see them levitate no we don't but <laughs> that would be creepy though that would
1: be um but yeah the other one doesn't work is she's kind of just staying there it's like oh shit she's in fucking barbed wire but then the scene drags on for a bit too long and you can obviously she's, she's trying to come out but she's pulling more on top of herself yeah
0: and also you could <laughs> since it doesn't zoom in you can clearly see it's like just normal wire it's like metal wire basically that's it yeah there's no um, barbs or anything it just looks basically like someone took a bunch of giant slinkies and moved them around the room
1: basically yeah but like those are the only two in the movie that, that really don't work for the most part the scares are very good and very subtle like that
0: <laughs> um yeah especially the ending when she when susie gets trapped in the room with like the main undead witch mm-hmm and her fucking mutilated friend's corpse comes back to yeah. life through the door
1: I completely forgot about that because there's a moment because she's going through the hallways and she found like the secret lair of the witches and she's like oh that American bitch has to die or whatever and she goes and she sees her friend like almost I think crucified on a table or something like she has nails through her arms and she finds the witch she's like ah yes I will use the undead and the fucking bite just comes in smiling I was just like holy goddamn shit
0: yeah like her, a giant uh, slit across her throat her hand just drenched in blood it's like holy that was some evil dead shit it
1: was it was really off-putting and it was really cool (laughs) yeah that that and what also makes it work are the fantastic
0: gore effects (laughs) oh yeah they got violent
1: yeah like the opening scene where like he's stabbing her it actually cuts to like almost a cross section where he stabbed her so much her chest is open he stabs her right in literally in the heart
0: (laughs) or um the friend who gets (laughs) kicked Because uh, the first girl dies by going through a window and being hung by a wire. Yeah. But the glass falls on the person who brought, who owned the home. Mm-hmm. And you just see it, like, impaled in her head and stomach and shit yeah and it's two. honestly awesome yeah and because there's a blind guy
1: who has a seeing eye dog and the dog kills him and it tears his throat up and you can see the dog like eating like just peeling off like skin under its like mouth and shit i was like god damn
0: the papa makes it all alive though that's yeah. all that matters
1: and even even in the barbed wire scene when he slits her throat you could feel that
0: oh yeah because like, oh. clearly like put makeup on some Chi- like some chicken or veal or something yeah and zoomed in and slid across it and just is like oh fucking hell guys exactly yeah so just it's
1: a fantastic mix of like atmosphere tension and just gore. it's
0: great <laughs> that's just ends with everyone burning alive yeah. the whole thing's
1: just the whole place just fucking explodes at the end just dead because
0: we well find... the main hero makes out though because yeah, lone out. survivor
1: mm-hmm. and i know they use the excuse like oh everybody's at a
0: play or something so they're convenient because well, you alive, always so. need to get the main character alone. killers
1: exactly It's so, how it works yep <laughs> But yeah, he finds out, like, because the witch is invisible or whatnot, but she sees the outline, so she stabs the main witch, and she goes in the hallway and sees all the other witches, like, clutching their throats and, like, bleeding from their eyes and shit. Because I guess that killed them, and just all of a sudden, everything fucking explodes at the end.
0: Yeah, everything just starts falling apart and then uh, burns, because magic e- plus fire equals ruin.
1: Exactly, it's always it's always fire that gets them. <laughs>
0: forget how the... No, Poltergeist End's different. It's not fire. But, um... Is there anything else to talk about here? I don't know.
1: I'm trying to think. So, just other than that, like, fantastic movie. I'm trying to think because we went over, like, the setup, the atmosphere, all that stuff.
0: Uh, All the actors do a great job. There's...
1: Because you mentioned... Again,
0: besides some voices, it's Mm -hmm. great. It's great work for a horror movie. Oh! Now I remember... Um, since this was the 70s, horror movies still weren't, like, super serious, honestly. Mm -hmm. Hell, they're not even taken seriously nowadays, Yeah,
1: but this was, like, this was near the start of the slasher craze when, like, everything was, like, over the top and, like, borderline corny with the acting and stuff. So, like, there were... Like there were more serious like act, like horror movies in like the early '40s and like '50s and stuff like that, but like this was the time when they were starting to get really corny. So,
0: yeah, but it was really surprising to see how much the actors really putting their all into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember you said that like it's nice to see actors actually taking a horror movie seriously and not as just like oh it's a horror movie so I don't
0: have to try. I mean. This is a horror movie about witches killing people in a dance hall.
1: Yeah, exactly. Basically. The setup is ridiculous, but it's done in such a way that it feels like it could happen, and the actors clearly care. Okay, about it doesn't way. feel it could happen. Well, no, but, but it, I, I fucking. I it feels about. genuine. It feels genuine, yeah.
0: That's just nice to see, because even some of the best slasher movies, you can tell when. The side cast is just like, yeah, I'm in a horror movie, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, especially, I think, in, like, the early Friday 13th movies, like, the first and the second one and stuff. Like, you could tell...
0: Well, like... Basically, the dumb blonde who dies at the beginning is you... Yeah, I'm in a horror movie, whatever.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly.
0: Or watch a slasher film from 2000 to 2010,
1: basically. Ba- like, there were a couple good ones in between, but yeah, basically... <laughs>
0: All I can think of really is scream Four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to think. Which again,
1: very underrated movie.
0: (laughs) I guess, you know, I'll be honest. Friday 13th remake. Wasn't too bad.
1: Nah, it wasn't like, well, it's one of those things where like when it first came out, yeah, it was not that good, but compared to the other shit remakes and stuff we had in comparison, it's better. (laughs) It's not the worst.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of remakes, (sighs)
1: <sighs> ah segways like, let's okay. talk about how this week re- i is was not hoping we could well. put this off but yeah so or, just, at the end of the movie justin was like man man if they'd be stupid if they tried to remake this and i was like <laughs> if
0: i got news
1: for you well
0: okay the reason i thought hollywood went because horribly artsy and foreign mm-hmm which, those are two words that scare Hollywood producers worse than let's have a black lead. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, Someone will be happy about that joke, even <laughs> if it's just me. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we look it up. Oh. I don't remember a director's name. It
1: was a very, like, art house director.
0: Um, Well, it's the director of Call Me By Your Name. And I know 100% why they got him to do it.
1: Lucia Guad... I
0: can't even pronounce his last name. Okay, that name was butchered. We're going to go with the director of Call Me By Your Name.
1: Call Me By Your Name. The The same guy who did that, so...
0: And what I'm going to assume, unless he is actually really into the movie, which by a trailer having little to no color, mm-hmm. I'm going to say he didn't even watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only reason the studio got him is because it's a remake. It has a big enough cult following. And since this director was a hit with a lot of indie crowds with um, Call Me By Your Name, they're like, oh, he can probably direct an artsy horror movie. And if not, who the fuck cares? Yeah. That's the only reason they're doing it.
1: Exactly. Because I, when this was first announced, I was furious. I'm like, why the fuck would you remake Suspiria?
0: (laughs) If I remember correctly, it doesn't look like a half-bad horror movie. Yeah,
1: but compared to the source material, it's not.
0: No. (laughs) Yeah, this might be like a Resident Evil 5 situation Mm -hmm. where it may not be half-bad, but since it has that name... Mm it's going to be judged a lot more harshly and it's probably not going to be good.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and like, I know we, we, after we, we watched the trailer cause I hadn't watched it cause cause I was mad about the whole thing. Cause again, one of my favorite horror directors slash movies of all time. And, um, we looked it up and we looked to the comment section cause we were saying, Oh, it would have that hipster effect where it was oh, Lucia whatever director of this movie. I'm so happy or whatever.
0: <laughs> How did you add? lo and behold there were people who were like oh he did it call me by your name so this will be great too yeah
1: exactly there were a lot of like snobs that like specifically pointed out his name and what he did
0: beforehand <laughs> I, Okay, not all of them were snobby some of them are probably just like hey I like this director let's yeah. see what this is
1: but yeah I, I forget how exactly you described it but it did have that effect where it was like a, it really drew in the indie crowd <laughs>
0: because it's just artsy enough to be like oh it could be deep in some ways mm-hmm. and then there's other things where it's like it's it's a horror mo- it's a horror remake yeah. it's not going to be that good
1: it's a remake of a classic horror film that yeah like I mean remaking like Friday the 13th or like Nightmare on Elm Street I understand because I mean, honestly, the original Friday the 13th like, is still corny enough to where you could take it and do something different with it. The original Suspiria is a solid horror movie and is beautifully shot and would be probably nigh impossible to recreate. <laughs> like, you didn't need to improve on that. Honestly. Actually,
0: with CG, you could make the witch stuff like even cooler. That's true.
1: We You'd get out,
0: really trippy with that shit. Yeah,
1: like, they probably aren't going to, but that would be cool if they did that. Um, like, Justin was pointing out, like, one scene where she was wandering into the witch's office, and, like, there was this weird, like, city in the background. He's like, wouldn't it be cool if they, like, walked into the painting or something? And yeah. I was, And I was like, yeah, it'd be cool. And it's like, if Dario Argento, like, had the, uh, had the technical means to do that, he honestly probably would have. So... <laughs> Or nothing.
0: even some of the wallpaper was just really weird Yeah. what they used.
1: And you find out that, like, because she yells, like, one of the things the students yells is, like, uh, iris mystery or something. Like, she finds out you have to p- p- turn the uh, blue iris. And just as, like, the fact it has 3D stuff makes the painting
0: even weirder. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, but back to the remake real quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will happily take... I'll be 100%. I will happily take that movie doing well Mm -hmm. over people being excited over fucking Disney live-action remakes.
1: I have to 100% agree with you there. Yeah.
0: Hell, if that movie does well, maybe we'll actually get some horror movies that aren't just fucking ghosts.
1: Exactly. It's like, even even though, like, even if that movie is not that good, like, if it does start that... I will
0: respect it a bit more. Yeah. If hell I'd be down for like a new boom of super stylized horror films. Same.
1: That would be rad as hell. Like if, if it does start that effect, it'll probably be the same way. I view like attack, like or attack on Titan or something where it's like, I'd, I'd hate the series, but I have to appreciate it for bringing a second wave of, you know, anime into the U S yeah. <laughs> Like, I hope we get a new, I hope that starts something. If it doesn't, I'll be very disappointed.
0: <laughs> well, at the very least, some good horror movies have been getting a lot of praise. Like, yeah. Follows, apparently Happy Death Day was a pretty good slasher. I heard
1: that was really good. And, like, even though it had its problems, like I, I like you said, I think I'll gladly take another, like, monster movie over. I there. said
0: It Follows, but it also did well. Well,
1: that's what I. that's what I meant. okay i was making sure it didn't i know what you meant i know what you meant that's why i said also um i guess i did yeah also even though it had its problems it i heard was also a pretty good horror movie yeah like
0: that had some cool monster effects i need to watch that actually. it's it's available right now on uh hbo for me so i could go yeah yeah
1: yeah, I've been meaning to watch it, too, because it's like, sure, I'll take a good monster movie over, like, ghosts any day.
0: <laughs> but before I want it watch it, I have to watch As Above, So Below, because that yeah. is being taken off next month.
1: I quite liked that movie again. Uh, well, I know, that's
0: why I want to check yeah. it out, because you said it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it will be like Sicario, and I will say you're wrong. <laughs> but...
1: Okay, I wasn't wrong with Sicario, just you couldn't take the You were just part. wrong about
0: the last half. I was
1: like, well, the last third, arguably. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, we'll I, talk about that probably. It's we'll talk the about point. that
1: when we probably do Sicario. Again, a movie which I quite liked, but Justin and he, he brought up points, and I was like, yeah, I can see that. I still quite enjoyed it, but I could see why you disliked the second part of the movie. Yeah,
0: I was so. mostly joking by saying he's wrong. If you liked that movie, yeah. I didn't enjoy the last part. Yeah,
1: I, I think, like, everything up until after that rad-as-hell car chase, I think you said you enjoyed.
0: Yeah, after that, it was, there was parts of the plot I didn't like. But this is not about Sicario. <laughs> yeah. Here we suspiria but
1: i think we're pretty much done with
0: suspiria (laughs) uh yeah just generally a really solid fucking movie Mm -hmm.
1: yeah like still mad about the remake but if it does well and brings in more stylized stuff fine
0: (laughs) i can never be mad at as long as it feels like it had some heart put into it Mm -hmm. i'll be happy yeah exactly Now let me set up the screen recording so we can <gasps> spin away! Oh yeah,
1: it's time again. So just in conclusion, Suspiria, great classic, watch it.
0: <laughs> I yeah, even though if you haven't seen it, I'd say check it out if you're a horror fan. Mm-hmm. Um let me Especially the new
1: uh, restoration by Snaps films. Get that Blu-ray for the best experience.
0: <laughs> Fucking nerd <laughs> Yeah, you nerd. What are you gonna do? Talk about it on your movie podcast?
1: <laughs> right, God.
0: <laughs> okay, and as soon as the recording would like to start, there we go. There we go. Let's spin the wheel. I said, spin the wheel. <laughs> hmm. Uh, next time. Well, next time is Gravity Falls season two this will be a long episode but the next movie is princess mononoke
1: Ooh, yes i'm excited for that one
0: man i love studio trigger
1: (laughs) god damn it Uh,
0: (laughs) that was too in sync
1: damn it (laughs) anyway yep having a hard time segueing, so thank you for watching cinema roulette don't forget to tune in next time whenever i decide to release it so bye guys
0: later thank you so much for watching this episode of cinema roulette if you want to follow our hosts justin is at jk pancake on twitter and cameron is at cameron inc on twitter you can watch the video version of the podcast sometimes you actually get to see our host faces at CamCam Cam on youtube or just look up Simmer roulette podcast thank you so much to teller's place for their artwork that we use mainly in the youtube version and you can kind of see on the podcast version if you enjoyed the show please consider either subscribing to it or rating us on whatever podcast app you use that would be cool of you